Good morning. It is Thursday, January 19th, and it is 10 o'clock. And I just traded live on Weeble uh, using YouTube Live um, as kind of my sounding platform. And I went through my trading strategy of, uh, and this was a, this is a short-term trade. And I was talking about button hooks. And for you guys that don't know, button hooks are in TrendSpider. Um, in my algorithm on four-hour candles, uh, I look at button hooks. And button hooks are kind of, you can think of it on the bottom as a fish hook uh, in, uh, in the moving averages. Uh, on the top, it looks like a cane handle. Um, and these button hooks kind of help me understand where you're moving to, where you're moving from, momentum, blah, blah, blah. So the stock that I traded was SQQQQ. This is a triple levered short on the Qs. Uh, it does not mean I'm investing in Qs. It does not mean that I actually own anything. This is a triple levered ETF that just trades options in order to basically mimic three times what the QQQ will do. When QQQ goes down, SQQQ will go up. So that's why I traded this one. I just don't see a lot of good news in the market. I see a lot of bad news in the market. Um, one of the things that we'll talk about in a little bit is Netflix earnings. I think that's where I could get killed. But I identified the downside as 10%. And so if I lose 10%, and it was a super small trade, I think it's like $200. And I didn't weeble. Uh, because I like the fireworks that come up. Honest to God, I really do. But I did it in Weeble uh, in the $1,000 account that I'm currently trading that's up at, I think, about $1,200. I think I'm up 20% the year to date. And I'm doing that $1,000. So I'll take that $1,000 at some point and probably um, uh, donate the the gains to a charity. It's not going to be much. I mean, hopefully by the end of the year, maybe I'm at 2000 bucks. Um, it is super, super risky trading. It's not something that I would suggest you take rent money in doing, but $1,000 for me is in there. I'm going to donate it. Um, if I lose the $1,000, it doesn't change my life. I'm not upset about it, but if you'd like to do it, you know, do it with me. I would say, you know, put $1,000 into Fidelity because the news is I just got my gift card from Fidelity. So if you sign up for Fidelity, send me your email address. If you put $2,500 in, I think I can get you 100 bucks in a gift card. They send me money for referring you as well. But just send me your email address. You'll have to hook up with the, um, the socials. But back to TrendSpider and why I did this. Uh, TrendSpider put out a new video uh, about the strategy tester. And that's where my algorithm lives, in the strategy tester. So if you want to look at it, go to TrendSpider's YouTube page. And Dan Ushman, who's the CEO of... Uh, of TrendSpider, he has his own algorithm that he uses and he shows it to you on the screen. So, um, and he shows you how to optimize your algorithm. I have not optimized my algorithm. I use my algorithm as a guide and I just went through it with SQQQ. So if you want to see it, start tuning into YouTube Live or go watch the video where I, um, you can look at the transcript and just look for SQQQ uh, in the transcript. Um, I learned how to do that the other night. It's a fantastic tool on YouTube. I absolutely love it. Um, but let's talk about SPY, where we're going, why I think the short in the market is the right play, um, and, and where you might be able to look at opportunities. We talk about SPXU, uh, which is the bear on the, uh, the triple leveled bear on the S&P. And when you look at, if you're looking at my screen right now, let me just make sure I'm on TrendSpider. Yep. 
If you're looking at my screen right now on YouTube, you can see the button hook. It's the cane handle that I'm talking about. Now, the algorithm hasn't gotten you out because the algorithm exit has some uh, moving average um, uh, components to it. So it hasn't gotten you out completely, but that button hook is there. And I'm worried that we're going down below the 200 day. Um, and this is specific to the S&P. Um, I'll, I'll look at the Qs in a little bit. But see how the MACD is crossing down. See how the RSI is going down. All of the indicators that I looked at um, indicate to me that we're going down. There's three red candles on the volume right there. Uh, it indicates to me that we've just had this run all the way up from about 380 to all the way to 4,000. We rejected 4,000. We're above the 200-day. I think you have to go below the 200-day again. Um, so that's why I bought the SQQQ because typically the NASDAQ will kind of follow as well. Um, the, the one thing that could dethrone this is today Netflix um, is earnings. And there's three things that Netflix will focus on as far as their earnings and that Wall Street will focus on. And I think uh, typically in Netflix, I have made, I think it's three or four earnings plays where I bought right, bef right before the bell um, with Netflix, depending on the momentum, and it was three times, where the momentum was up um, slightly in the last half hour, and so I bought right at the close. Uh, then the earnings were announced, and I put in a, a standing order to sell at a 10% up price. I didn't put a, a, a sell order at 10% below but a 10% up price um, because my feeling is any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Now, Netflix, uh, as far as their stock goes, you can take a look at the algorithm here and the algorithm has had you in since 290 and you're at 319. You've had all of these all the way from 180. You've had a bunch of winners, a bunch of losers. You've had a couple of winners at 17%, at 11%. You lost 5%, you lost 6%. The algorithm does not do great on this one. Um, it just doesn't. And, and it's be, because um, Netflix has been a losing stock. Over two hundred, over 1,000 candles. If you just bought and held, you've lost 44%. The algorithm loses you 41%. So it's not great. Um, 35 positions over those uh, 1,000 candles, 20% with losers. Your average win is 10%. So you want to get in at those 10%. Now, here's what I've learned about earnings. This one gets popped just based on some headlines, um, and it gets popped either way. The options market I saw last night, the options market is implying that it's going to move 10%, but it, the options market doesn't tell you which 10%. Now, here's the danger of it. The MACD is crossing down. We've had a good run-up into these earnings. Typically on this one, I, I don't know that I've necessarily, uh, you know, would do it. The last earnings, July, I think I might have played this one for a 10% pop. Um, it might have been October that I played it for a 10% pop. But a couple of other earnings, I didn't play it. Definitely this earnings, I didn't play it. Um, but I, I've just done this several times. The three things that, that Wall Street's looking for is a crackdown on passwords. So when they release their uh, earnings kind of description, if an algorithm goes through there and says they mentioned passwords, boom, it's going to pop that thing up. Uh, the ad tier, that's going to pop it up as well. The algorithms are going to trade this within 30 seconds of that being released, faster than you can read it, uh, and it's going to make it move. Uh, the other thing that they're going to be looking at is subgrowth. 
and I think specifically subgrowth and ad tier will be huge. But remember, uh, it's been said before that for every paid customer, there's four other non-paid customers who are sharing. So all Netflix has to do is get one of the four other people to actually pay, and they've got a 20% growth in actual users. So there, there's some focus on that, that that has been said. I will, I might play this one. I will let you know on Twitter, on Facebook. I will let you know what I'm thinking. Um, but I, you know, th- that's just one thing that that I'm thinking could take the SQQQ trade down. Um, and I think I'm close to actually confirming at 48.20 on that one um, right now. But I wanted to take a look at SPY. I wanted to take a look at the QQQ. I wanted to, and, and they're all kind of trending. They've had a good run. And Kramer last night was in a ref outfit with a, with a football. That identifies the end of any run that you're talking about. Um, so <clears throat> I just don't, you know, again, his clown, his clown thing. Um, it just bothers me. But uh, a couple that you could look at. Um, Blackstone, BX. Uh, it should have a lot of volatility ahead. I would not buy this one right now, but you can see it's in a downward trend. Now, Black, Blackstone has some great, fantastic um, financials in it. The problem that you have is that people have been pulling their money out. So Blackstone, when we look at it, um, the, the B-REIT has been in the news. Uh, their PE is 23, super expensive. Dividend is 5.88%. They're up 13% year to date. One year performance, they're down 27%. They are 41% below their 52-week high of 138. They are only 13% above their 52-week low of 71. So you're trading about 81. And the reason why I bring this one up is they they have their earnings coming out on January 25th. You've got a MACD cross down. There has been an enormous amount of volatility around this for a few years. The algorithm actually does better. Uh, 40% the algorithm gets you versus the actual uh, 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 buying and holding, 29%. So you have 23 positions. Uh, you win 50, 52% of the time. Your average win is 8.29%. Right now, you're in at 7450 um, but it's trading at 81. Remember I talked about how the, uh, the, the cane handle at the top, you have that. So it's getting out right before earnings. Now, if I look at the past couple of earnings, it's kind of run up into earnings. So this one getting out right before earnings, I think they're going to have some problems with their REIT. Um, you can do your research on that one on Finviz. Uh, it's just past their, their ex-dividend date. The RSI is coming down. It's at 50. The MACD is crossing down. But I like the volatility in this one. I think if you can buy this one in the 70s, I think you're fine. Um, you know, Again, I think from a, a real estate standpoint, I think you're fine with this one. I think they'll do a good job. I don't think they're going to see a, a ton of runs on this one. But I think you can get down to those 70s. And when you get down to those 70s, you start looking at this one. And specifically before those earnings next week, um, if we hit 74 again before those earnings and something's going on, I kind of like this one to pop because I think they'll have some type of good earnings research. Um, Google, I wanted to bring up Google, Meta, and Amazon specifically because I think these are the three of the fang names 
that you could buy right now, even though the algorithm, you might have a, 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 a cane handle on this one. I think Google, I mean, just look at the, uh, the PE on this one. It's at 17. Um, you know, year to date, it's only up 3.44%. Performance for one year, you're down 35%. It hasn't been good. I don't think we're going into a, um, an ad spend uh, recession where things will just get cut. If we do, uh, this one will get hurt. But I still think that Google has good things. Um, and I think at that PE, I think you'll be fine. Um, I think I like anything under 90. It's trading at 92 right now, but I like anything under 90. So that's Google. Meta, on the other hand, has had a superb run. Superb run. Um, the algorithm got you in at 95 in November 8th. It got you out with a 22% gain on December 28th but it got you right back in at 118 and you're at 134 right now. You're kind of having that handle. It's up at the, um, at just over the 200 day. But I think you've got this, this gap here at 321 to 242. I do not, do not think that that gap is in the current run, but I do think the 158 to 165 gap is in this run. Um, and I think you're going to have some, some settling down the 200 day is coming up, um, up on the, the 50 day, the, the golden cross, um, should happen here probably in the next week or so. And you have their earnings coming out February 1st, that February 1st is, is a key day because you do have, uh, earnings for Facebook. You have the, the fed meeting. I think that could be a catalyst for the market. And I think specifically for meta. It might be a good thing because Mark Zuckerberg may make some big announcement about the metaverse and the spending. If that spending is down significantly, look for this stock to hit that 150 gap. Um, and I like it there. Um, Wolf Research, I tried to do this on the alpha list. I'm not going to go over everything, um, but there were five specific uh, stocks that they say for 2023 are good. Visa. Meta, RF, which is regionals, Regions Financial, Lennar, and DR Horton, DHI. Lennar is L-E-N. Look at those three stocks. I'll look at their stuff on YouTube Live, um, but I won't go over here on the podcast just because I, I have other things that I want to go over. Um, so uh, UNH, I went over, UNH is a core portfolio holding um, that I have up there. Uh, and it's been in a slide. It got you out yesterday with a slight loss. I am still in on this. I have it at 485. Today it's trading at 483. It was down earlier in the day, down to the 470s. Um, the MACD is crossing up again. I I will probably add to this one. I like this, and I've said this, anything under 500, I like it. The problem is it is super, super expensive. You're paying for this one. And I think it's James that likes Cigna over UNH. Um, the, the PE on uh, UNH is 23. The forward PE is 16. They're probably going to bring their earnings down. Um, they did, and that's why you're seeing it slip over the past, um, after the earnings. You're seeing it slip, but it's still a mainstay. I'm in long term. I might add to this one. But if you look at Cigna, Cigna is a, another good one. And their PE is only 14. And their forward PE is 12. 
Um, Year-to-date, Cigna is down 6.94%. Year-to-date, UNH is down 10%. So Cigna is outperforming UNH. And I think you could probably play these two against each other, to be honest. Um, But if you want exposure to healthcare, I think uh, if you want a short-term trade, I think Cigna is probably the better bet. If you want a long-term trade, I think UNH is probably your better bet. And you can see the chart here on Cigna. It's kind of using that 200-day right as support level. Uh, UNH is below the 200-day. So I think UNH might have a, a little bit of a kind of squelched, um, a, a cooling off period to go. Um, one of the things that I was looking at uh, was Walmart. Walmart, if you remember, uh, they shot up on their earnings and it was because they've kind of gotten their stuff under control. Uh, there has been a huge amount of MACD activity, cross up, cross down uh, since then. This one traded up after their earnings all the way to about 155 or so, 153, 155. It's down at 141, down at the 200-day. I'm not thinking that the 200-day, it goes below the 200-day again. But if you wanted to add to your Walmart, I think this is a good time. Even though the algorithm has you out of this and the MACD is trending down and the RSI is down at 36, it's kind of in no man's land. But I think at 140, you can add to this one. And, and this is a long-term play. I'm not saying trade this one. Walmart and Target are both long-term plays. Walmart has just come down to the 200-day. Uh, Target is using its 200-day to kind of go over and above, and you got some messy gaps here. I don't think 150, anything in the, with the 1.5 handle, I think at Target is a, gr- a great price. I think 1.4 handle is a fantastic price. But I think both of those for long term should be in your portfolio. Um, Alcoa, I think I brought up Alcoa before. Uh, Their earnings were just a disaster. Um, And you're actually seeing it. They lost 70 cents per share. Um, The MACD is super high up. The RSI is super high up. At, At 52, I would expect it to come back down to 46 uh, 45, somewhere in that neighborhood. They said costs are increasing. Essential as that. Um, it was super, super bad, just so you know. One of my favorite trades um, that I did that didn't really work out, but it's interesting now, is Fannie Mae. Uh, and, and the symbol is SF, Frank, New, Man, uh, Apple, F-N-M-A. Uh, this one I've traded before, uh, and it was during the housing crisis, and you could make a ton of money on this one. This one dipped down, and I didn't see it, but there was a huge gap here uh, up between um, the 200-day and the 50-day. And it's coming up where the 50-day is actually turning a little bit positive, and it's up over the 200-day at 50 cents. I'm not saying trade it now because I think the RSI is just too high at 70 the MACD is up there, but do your research on this one. Uh, it's not never going to go bankrupt because the the um, Congress can't get themselves together to uh, basically back this one. Um, but uh, Vanguard based mortgage securities, eh. but it's trading up there. Do your research. Uh, it caught my eye yesterday on my watch list, and I said, "Ooh, we could have bought this one at forty two, and it's up at fifty right now." So it's an interesting one. 
Um, let's look at Amazon. Amazon's one that I wanted to bring up because it has been on an absolute tear. And I talk about the cane handle. It's got the cane handle. It's pulling back a little bit. Uh, the RSI is at 58, and that MACD is crossing crossing down. Um, so I, I their earnings are coming up February 2nd, just like Apple, just like uh, most of the other ones. Next week is big tech earnings. Um, they probably will have to bring down uh, their forward guidance, um, and that's kind of the assumption. Apple, I think most of the bad news is priced into Apple. I think Amazon, I think if they start laying people off, if they announce layoffs, if they announce a reduction in their costs, uh, I think Andy Jassy is going to see a pretty good stock move in this one. I would expect this, again, I think Amazon at 94. Uh, if I look at Amazon's PE in Finviz, they're at 88, which is big. The forward is 59, so it is still expensive. Um, but I don't, you know, 81, this was a crazy good buy. At 94, it's a decent buy. I think anything under 90, I think you scoop this one up before earnings. Um, doesn't mean that it can't go to 70. But remember what I say about a lot of these. I don't mind holding these because their growth is going to be so explosive. And again, Amazon Web Services is just killing it. Take a look at the uh, price targets on this. Uh, MKM Partners buy 145. They brought their price target down to 125. Uh, January 4th, New Street said 130. Are you upset if you bought this at 94 and it goes down to 85, but then it winds up hitting 130 in the next year? No. Don't put money in there that you're paying rent for. You might not be optimizing your money, but it's one of those stocks that you can buy and most likely just feel comfortable that at some point in time this thing turns around. And that's kind of where I'm pointing you. Uh, you want to take some risks. You want to do SQQQ every now and then. But you also want a portion of your portfolio that you can buy and just feel comfortable that it, you know, even though it loses 5, 10, 15%, I was down, what, 28% last year, 27% um, in my overall portfolio. But I'm not, I'm not using it to pay rent. You know, what am I going to do? Trade my entire portfolio uh, in and out every, every couple of months? What am I going to do? Get at, out in cash? Go and look up Google. Um, you know, if you were out of the market for 20 days over the last 20 years, uh, I think the, the the return turns from like 400% down to like um, 40%. It's a huge, huge difference, and you can't time the market. So uh, I wanted to bring up that. Do, 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 let me look. I do have the, I will put together the, um, the, the bull and bear triple levered ETFs that I typically use. Um, I did look at DRN and DRV yesterday. We talked about how DRV uh, may have a pretty good buy-in. Let's see if DRV came up. It hasn't crossed up, but it probably will cross up today. It's, it's got a red candle. It opened up at 4582. Uh, it's trading right now at 4479. Uh, but DRV is probably not a bad play at this point. This is the, the bear, three times bear on the real estate market. But the real estate market has been hot. DRN has been going up. Um, DRN had a buy-in at, at $10, and you're at $11.48. Um, you could have sold out here at 12 for a nice 20% gain. So it's had a run-up. And if you look at DRV, which is the, the, the bear in this market, 
Um, it's down there. It's got the MACD crossing up. The RSI is down at 41 in no man's land. But it, if it closes above 44, um, uh, right about where it is, 4466, I think is where the nine day, if it closes up on the morning candle on that one, I may put some money into that one as well. So there's some ideas for you. Um, th- there's one that we were day trading as well uh, in the, um, in the, on the Facebook Live. NRSN, kind of giving up its thing. Uh, Uvixi, we talked about Uvixi. Uh, the VIX is up 4% at 2120. Uvixi is up 3% just because it, the futures just don't follow the actual VIX on Uvixi. Um, but Uvixi is up 2.3% at 590. Uh, the VIX at 21, I do think that the VIX wants to get to 30. It just hasn't. It just hasn't. Um, we talked about uh, SOXS is one of these things. I think the chips have had a super, super run. SOXS is the bear, three times bear on the chip sector. I think that's one you can look at. Um, a TSLQ, which uh, does the inverse of, of Tesla. I think that's one you can look at. Um, that t- Tesla is down uh, just a little under 1% today, I think. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's 0.64%. Um, but you've got, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond. We talked about short squeeze on Bed Bath & Beyond. <clears throat> uh, should you invest in this one? Bed Bath & Beyond, the news yesterday was they're looking for a sale. Well, it looks like people are actually selling the stock because the stock has uh, kind of lost all of its momentum. Down at 376. This was a good trade for me. Um, I got out probably a day earlier than I should have, but I'm not upset. Again, I made some money on this one. Uh, Mara, uh, we talked about some of the, um, the crypto stuff that you can, uh, invest in BITO. Uh, Mara is one, it's a crypto miner. You can invest in that one. I think NVIDIA has had, had its run, uh, talked about MRNA, uh, which I said, any, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Uh, this one was way up yesterday and then just kind of pulled back and it's pulling back slowly. I think you cover this gap down here at 167 at some point in time. Uh, I don't think you can be upset if you add it under 200 because at some point in time during the next year, it's over 200. Uh, again, this is just one that will be huge um, just because of the technology. They have earnings coming up February 22nd. Um, I would expect this one to cross down a little bit on the MACD and just kind of move more towards 158, which is where the 200 day is. Um, but yeah, if you made it this far, rate the podcast, hit the five stars up there. Uh, if you go to YouTube, by the way, if you go to YouTube, just hit subscribe, please do that for me. That's the big thing. I need to get to a thousand subscribers just, you know, so I can vape, take my shirt off joke with the, all the people on there about all the lives by the way if you were um if you were on and watching youtube live with me you saw we were watching raccoons today it was fantastic do i still have the live raccoons up there no um it's a raccoon saloon uh it's interesting yeah we were watching raccoons i i couldn't believe i think that it's an abandoned house that has like five or six um webcams on it and you can watch raccoons play in an abandoned house so I didn't know it was abandoned when I first looked at it. And like, who would, who would live here? But it's an abandoned house. By the way, Qualcomm is down 3.5%. Uh, this has had quite a run up from 107. 
<clears throat> you're at 117 right now. You were trading at about 125 just a couple days ago. Um, so it's it's had its run. MACD is crossing over. SOXS, you know, this is one of those chip makers that's in SOXS. Um, so uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Rate it. Do whatever you need to do under a half hour today. Uh, I will have a recap tomorrow. Today, tomorrow is Friday recap. Uh, if you have subscribed to TrendSpider and have any questions, next week I will be doing a tutorial with them. I'll be uh, recording it um, So with one of their folks. And so I'll put that up on my YouTube channel. And I will release that as a podcast as well. Um, so you can listen to that. I'll make sure it's if you're not interested in listening to um, two guys talk about how TrendSpider and charts and stuff work and how the algorithm works, uh, things of that sort. You, know, you don't have to listen to it, but I'll, I'll make sure to mark it as an appropriate listen, uh, optional listen for you if you just listen to me. If you're listening to me just for stock picks, yeah, don't. Rule number one: don't listen to a guy on the internet for stock picks. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit me up. Um, sign up the 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 link down below for TrendSpider. Twenty five percent off. DSP twenty five is the code. I'll give you my algorithm. I'll give you access to the core portfolio list. Um, the Vanguard ETF list, the um, the spider sector list, the yet to be completed uh, energy list, um, and the triple levered ETFs that we constantly trade. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, let's just check SQQQ real quick. Uh, did I hit the 4820 buy? Uh, it's at 4868. So maybe I did. I don't know if I did. Yeah, I did. I did. So I got in at 48.20. We're at 48.67 right now. I think you're going to wind up today down. Uh, I think the news tomorrow, eh, who knows? But we don't buy, we don't sell on a Friday. Unless you get out of, I will probably be holding SQQQ over the weekend. I will, you know, break my rule for this one just because I do think that it's got some momentum on it. But remember, it's money that I don't mind losing. And I've got my stop down there at 43, I think it is, for a 10% loss. So worst I can lose is 10%. Uh, most I will gain is 10%. Uh, I probably should stop it at 5% and risk 5% to gain 10%. But um, I'm willing to hold that one over the weekend. And if it goes under 10%, then I'll probably just dump it. And I can buy TQQ because my, my thought is TQQ is trading at 1892 right now. It's under 20. But I think that gets down to 15 or 16. I pick that up and then I wait for it to get over 20 because at some point in time this year, it'll be over 20 again. So that's my plan on that one. And, and the $1,000 account in Weeble, uh, I think it's up to $1,200 now. So I'm up 20% year to date. It's just small trades that I'm doing. I'm not doing anything different than you guys should be doing. Uh, if you don't have $1,000 to lose, do not trade $1,000. But if you have $1,000 to lose, you know, join me. Uh, I'm going to donate the, the proceeds to some nonprofit. We'll see what happens. Okay, take care. Have a great Thursday.